Uh, we're up to Daf Mem Tesem Aleph, the top of the Mishnah, the top of the Mishnah, top of the Amid. Today's Daf is uh, 10 15 minutes. So it's very, very easy, very, very enjoyable Daf. The Mishnah says like this We've had this before. Ezu Mamzer, what's the definition of a Mamzer? So we had Rav Akiva Shita, it's all Chavi Lavin. Kol Sher Basar Shubla Yavoy, any uh, relationship that's Sher Basar, that's a, like a blood relationship, that's a Leisase, makes a Mamzer. Rav Shimon Atimani Oimer Kol Shechayim Lov Kares B'Deishemayim. Rav Shimon Atimani says anything that's Chayiv Kares. The Halacha Kidvarov. You don't have that very often. Rav Yudah Nasi said we paskin like Rav Shimon, meaning he wanted people to understand we paskin because Mamzer is a big deal and we we don't want no no room for error. We paskin like Shimon Atimani that a Mamzer comes from Chayiv Krisus, not from Chayiv Lavin. Rav Yeshua, he's the most lenient. Yeah. Are you saying that we usually don't go again um, by Rabbi Shimon? No, it's you usually don't have Rav Yudah Nasi add the words in the Mishnah halacha kidvarov, like that he ah, okay. that that like he tells you this, this, is, t- this is it, like that's it. Then you have Rav Yeshua Shita, which is called Chayim of Misas Bezdin. Rav Yeshua says it's not Chayvikaris; it needs to be Misas Bezdin. Not every Chayvikaris gets Misas Bezdin; it has to have the death penalty. Okay. Om Rav Shimon Azai Matzasi Migilas Yochsin Biyushalayim. Rav Shimon Azai said, I found an old scroll. In Yushalayim, and it was Megillus Yuchsin, so it was obviously it was a it was a legitimate scroll. I found an old scroll in Yushalayim that said the following: Ish ploini mamzer meishasish. It says that there was a mamzer from an eishasish. Now an eishasish is chayv misa, lekayim de Rav Yeshua, that that Megillah followed Rav Yeshua, but still we don't pass in that way. So he found the Megillah that backed up the sheet of Rav Yeshua, but again we don't pass in that way. Then the Mishnah just tells us some halachas: Ishto ishemesa muter b'achoyse. The only erva that becomes muter after death is a wife's sister. If someone's wife passes away, you could marry her sister. If a wife's if the wife dies, you can marry her sister. Girshu Mesa, or if you divorce her and then she dies. Meaning as long as she dies, you can marry the sister, even if it's after divorce. Girshu Mesa Mutabachoisa. Nasislacharu Mesa. If your wife marries someone else and then dies, you can marry the sister. As long as the wife's dead, you can marry the sister. That's the halacha. Similarly, Yevimta. Yavama, we said, once you do Yibam, then she's also your wife. So Yavim Shemesa, once you're, you, you, you do Yibam and then she dies, Matavachos, you can marry the sister. Chalatzla, if you do Chalitza, Umesa, then she dies, Matavachosa, you can marry the sister. Naslach or Mesa, if after you divorce her, she marries someone else and then dies, Matavachos. Okay, fine, very good. Let's start the Gemara. The Gemara says, My time with the Rav Akiva. What's Rav Akiva's source that Chayve Lavin makes a Mamzer? Because it says, The Pasuk says, Which means, don't marry your mother or stepmother. That's a Chayvi Krisos, Chayvi Misas Bezdin. That's clear. Then the Pasuk says, Don't reveal the nakedness of the father. Now, what is that referring to? So that is a Machloikas. Rav Akiva follows the sheet of Rav Yehuda that that is referring to a woman that was raped by the father. And you're not allowed to marry her. Now that relationship is a loisase. So loyigala kanaf oviv, kanaf shero oviv loyigala, any woman who is with your father you cannot marry. Bisavalak Rav Yehuda and Rav Akiva follows the sheet of Rav Yehuda, the Amr Banusas oviv akasam edaber. It's talking about a woman that was raped by the father, which is a loisase. Dehave la chayve lavin, which is just a lav. Bisamachle, and the next pasuk is loyave mamzer, bekalashem. The next pasuk says a mamzer. So you see, chayve lavin makes a mamzer. Yeah? I mean, that's Misa. Then the next pasuk is Lavin, and it says Mamzer. So you see, Mamzer makes a Lavin. What are the Rabbanon? Uh, I'm sorry. And now Rav Simoy adds that, according to Rav Akiva, 
all chayvilavin make a mamzer, not just blood relatives. What if you have chayvilavin that's not through blood, like a woman who married someone else in between, then you remarried her? That's not blood, that's through marriage. Rav Simoy also holds that that makes a, mam- makes a mamzer. So it's not just chayvilavin through blood, all chayvilavin. Ula Rav Simoy, demar b'sha'ar chayvilavin delav desha'er, Rav Simoy adds all chayvilavin, and Rav Yeshevav mar ba'afilu chayvilavin. Rav Yeshevav says, even, it's not even chayvilavin, even if it's a chayvilavin, if there's a woman that you're not allowed to marry because the Torah commands an assay not to, meaning it's a bitl assay, Rav Yeshevav also holds as a mamzer. So where do they get it from? The answer is, me, um, nafkalu me viloy, the extra vav. Okay. So the extra vav teaches you either all chayvi lavin or chayvi asay, depending on how you hold. Fine. That's how Rav Akiva's source that chayvi lavin makes a mamzer. The Gemara says, what does Shimon Atimani do with this pasuk? How does he touch up this pasuk? Because he holds you only have a chayvi mamzer from chayvi kares. So how does he t- translate lo yigalik knafaviv? So he doesn't hold lo yigalik is not talking about a woman that was raped by the father because that's chavi lavin. Lo yigalik is a woman that your father is waiting to do yibum. It's a woman that the brother died, the woman's waiting to do yibum, and then you marry her in between. That's that's what the pasuk is referring to. That makes a mamzer. Who is that woman? It's your aunt, right? Because it's your, it's your uncle's wife, and he died, so it's chavi krisus. So that's what he touches up the pasuk. Isn't that um, universally not allowed? True. Like, you have to figure out exactly what the Pasuk is referring to. Shimon Atimani cannot believe that the Pasuk is referring to Chavilavin because the Pasuk implies that it's a Mamzer and he holds that there is no Mamzer from Chavilavin. So he has to translate the Pasuk that it's talking about Chavikrisis. What type of Chavikrisis? This one, which is you're basically your aunt. After the husband dies, so it's your aunt, then the husband dies, she's waiting to do Yibam by your father, and you can't marry her, and if you do, that's Chavikrisis. But she's, she's not allowed anyway. To. Correct, correct. You're right. It's not the it's not the pushup shot because the pushup shot is that it implies a woman that was with your father. You're right. This is a woman who's waiting to be with your father, and the Isser is really mitzad your aunt. You're 100 percent right. It's not the pushup shot. So the Gemara says, It's referring to a woman who's waiting to Yibum. That's why he touches up the Pasuk. Now, what does Rav Yeshua do? Because Rav Yeshua holds there is no mamzer from Chavi Krisis or Chavi Lav. It has to be Misas Bezdin. So I'll take it outside, then we'll see it inside. The post says, Loyikach Ishes Evishes Aviv, which means don't marry your mother. Then it says, Loyigalik Knaf Aviv. So the Homach Loikis is, what is Loyigalik Knaf Aviv referring to? Is it Chavi Krisis, Chavi Misa, Chavi Lavin? Rav Yeshua says, it doesn't matter what it is. The mamzer is only from the first part of the post. Which is don't marry your mother, which is Misas Bezin, that's what the Mamzer is. Then when it says, that's not where the Mamzer is. So when it says, the Mamzer is only going on the first part of the Pasuk, not the second. That's how Rav Yeshua understands it. Rav Yeshua, what do you need the first part of the Pasuk? Meaning, if the Pasuk is, the first part of the Pasuk is don't marry your mother, then the next part is like, don't marry, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, Chayvi uh, If that's the Pshat, what do you need the Pasuk to say, don't marry your mother for? Pasha, you can't marry your mother. If you can't marry Chavi Lavin, of course you can't marry your mother. So why is it there? The answer says, Rabbi Shua, that's the only, that's the only mamzer. The only mamzer comes from the first part of the Pasuk. The mamzer is only from the first part of the Pasuk, which is Chavi Misas Bezdin. The rest of the Pasuk does not make a mamzer. That's how Rabbi Shua understands the Pasuk. Okay. Amr Abaya. Abaya says, 
Right, we had a machloikas, what makes a mamzer, chavi laven, chavi misas, bezin, chavi karis. Says Abaya, hakol moidim, everyone agrees with the following three women, do not make a mamzer. Ba'a nida, if you live with a nida, even though a nida is chavi karis, it does not make a mamzer. Ba'a soita, if you live with a soita. Okay, meaning, if a husband lives with a soita, when he's not, he's not, husband's not allowed to live with her anymore, when she, she secludes. They're not allowed to live with it. If he does, it does not make a mamzer. Shein avad mamzer. Why? These two women, kedushin are typhus. You can marry them. They're the only type of ervas that the kedushin is typhus. So you see... You are married. You are, you are married. No, no, the point is, concept, oh. it's the chayvei lavin. No, I mean, the halacha is like this. Even after you divorce her, you can never, you're never allowed to be with her again. The point is, meaning saita, not only you're not allowed to be with her now, even if it's divorced, you're not allowed to come back. But the halach is, if you did, it doesn't make a mamzer. It's also forever. If she gets clear of the sota... No, true, obviously. We're talking about a case where either she doesn't drink or, or nowadays where there's no base of mikdash. So the point is, these are relationships that are ervas. Now, nowadays, sota has effect? Of course. Don't, so, don't warn her to be secluded. Yeah, for sure. You can make a sota nowadays. Okay. You just gotta not warn her in front of people. Yeah, you warn her in front of people, she becomes a sota, then you can never. I don't even know if there was ever a case of sota, wow. right? No, there were. There were? Yeah, there definitely were. Sota, there were. So the point is like this. So says the Gemara, these are the only two ervas that do not make a mamzer because Kedushin are typhus. Which, by the way, just agav, it says hakol moidim, everyone's moidim. So Rashi says even Ravakiva, which is a little bit schwer because Ravakiva. Rabbi Kiva holds Chavi Lavin, make, make, make a mamzer. Pashasa means even, even, uh, even Shimon Atimani, who holds that a mamzer comes from Chavi Krisos, he agrees that if you live with Anida, it's not going to make a mamzer because Kedushin is not Taifas. You look at the Taisis, there's a whole arichus of, of who this is referring to. Let's look inside. Nida, why, if you live with Anida, does it not make a mamzer? Ay, it's Chavi Kares, right? You live with a girl who didn't go to the mikveh, should become, by the way, this is a, 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 come out all Bali Tshuva from this, right? They didn't go to the mikveh, the husband and wife, she's Anida. It does not make a mamzer. Why? The tafsiba kedushin because kedushin is taifish. Shenemar v'atini dasa alav afilu b'shasi dasa tafsiba kedushin v'atihi means you could be with her. Meaning, not that you're allowed to be with her, but if you're mekadishus anida, it works. Saita also tafsiba kedushin. Saita also is a tafsiba kedushin. It's only chavi lavin. Um, now, uh, so Rashi actually explains. I'm, I'm sorry. Can you go back to mekadish anida? You give a ring to a woman who's a nida, and you say "Harei mukudashesli." I mean, it works. Well, why can't you? Why, yeah, it does, why wouldn't it work? Because she's chayvikaris. So she's a nida. She's chayvikaris. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's only if you're with her during she's a, when she's a nida. No, but the point is, she's but she's a woman that if you would be with, it would be in chayvikaris, just like a mother. If you give your mother a ring and you say "Harei mukudashesli," doesn't work, even though it's not chayvikaris until you live with her. But because if you live with her, it's chayvikaris. The kedushin are not typhus. Nida should be the same, but it's the only relationship that's not like that. And by the way, Rashi does explain, this is, Yehuda made a good point. By the case of a sota, Rashi says, what does it mean, Kedushin is typhus? Rashi says, keep it the simple shot, which is the case before, which is a woman who just becomes a nida. If the husband lives with her, it doesn't make a mamzer. So what does it mean, Kedushin is typhus? Rashi just says that you could, you know, you're still married. But you could also go with my explanation, which is that if you were to remarry her again, Kedushin would be typhus. But, but the point is, whatever it means, Kedushin is typhus. So because Kedushin is typhus, meaning Abai is saying, any kares or lav that the kedushin is typhus will not make a mamzer. So he listed two. He listed nida and he listed sota. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says there's a b'raisa that says like a bai, but it adds a third category. 
Tanami Hachi, the Bryce similarly states, Nida one, Saita two, Al Shemeris Yavam. Or if you live with a woman who's waiting to do Yibam. Let's say you have a woman who's waiting to do Yibam, and then you chop her up first, you, you Makadish her, and you live with her. It doesn't make a mamzer, even though it was a losase. She shouldn't have been with you. She's supposed to do yibum. It's a losase. Says the Brisa, that also doesn't make yibum. doesn't make a mamzer. Why did Abaya not mention that? Abaya mentioned two out of three. Why did he omit this one? Says the Gemara, Abaya Shemeris Yom Misafkel Yikirabu Kishmuel. Because there's a machlekes between Rav and Shmuel, if you're Mekadesh a woman waiting to do yibum, it's Kedushin Typhus. Does it work? If you hold like Rav that it works, Right? then it won't make a mamzer. But if you hold that the Kedushan are not typhus when you marry that woman, then it would make a mamzer. So when the Brisa says that if you live with a woman waiting to do yibam, it does not make a mamzer, that's going with one of the two opinions. So Abaye didn't want to say it because he wasn't sure how he paskin like. You understand? Meaning Abaye's rule is that any erva that, that if you were mekadish them, it would work, does not make a mamzer. So he mentioned Nida and he mentioned Sota. The Brisa added a woman waiting to do Yibam. Why did Abayah not mention it? Because it's a machloikis whether that works. And he didn't want to get involved in what the machloikis is. That Brisa obviously is following the view that, that, that the Kedushin, uh, Kedushin is typhus. Okay, from here to the end of the daf, it's just I got it, so we'll finish up. Amr Shimon Azai. Tani Shimon Ben Azai Oymer. Matsasi Megillus is another story. Shimon Azai says, I found the Megillus Yuchsin. The full story. I found this old scroll and had three things on it. Because of a ishplani mamzer meishesish. First of all, it said that uh, uh, we made a mamzer from a married woman, which backs up Rabbi Yeshua Shita. Also backs up Rabbi Shemetimani. But that that you have a mamzer not from Chayvei Lavin, but from Chayvei Kares or Chayvei Misas Bez. And that was number one that we had in the Mishnah. Number two, Mishnas Rabbi Yezer Ben Yaakov Kavanaki. The teachings of Rabbi Yezer Ben Yaakov are clear and concise, which is, by the way, that's why we always pass him like him. Whenever there's Machlech Zerbo Ben Yaakov and someone else, we always go to Rabbi Ben Yaakov because of this Megillah Siochsen. The Megillah Siochsen said that his teachings are Kavanaki. They're like clear, sifted, uh, sifted flour. They're very, very clear and accurate. And the last one... We're almost done. It's a very short daf today. It's a gadata. It's a gadata. You'll do it. You'll do it. The ksivba and the last one. You cover and the last one. The last one is Menashe Harag S Yeshaya. And this is what we're going to talk about to the end of the daf, which is the sad story of Menashe. Menashe was an evil king. Memtes Amid Bay's halfway through the Amid. Menashe was an evil king, and he killed his grandfather, Yeshaya. Yeshaya Hanavi. Which is, by the way, even halachically, that's why when people, um, they don't generally, usually when you have a child, you don't name him Yeshaya, it's Yeshayahu. He might be called Yeshaya, but it's Yeshaya with a vav at the end. Because we don't want to name after Yeshaya, because Yeshaya was killed in a terrible way by his grandson, Menashe. So this is the story that was also said on the Megillah, that Yeshaya kill, was killed by Menashe, King Menashe. So this is the story. The Gemara says, Amaravah. Maidan Dainon Vikotli. Menasha brought Yeshaya Hanavi to Bezdin, to court, and had him executed. And this is the story behind it. He was a Russia. This is the story. Amarle, so the first, he had three capital offenses against Yeshaya Hanavi. That he claimed Yeshaya Hanavi is against the Torah. What's the Torah? He said, number one, Moshe Rabbach, Oimer, Moshe Rabbach, your Rebbe. <laughs> no one can see God and live. So you can't see God. Right? Even Moshe Rabbeinu just on the back of Hashem. You can't see God and live. You said you saw God. So you should be killed. Number two. 
said that whenever you call God, He answers. Meaning, there's never a time that you can call Him and He won't answer. He's always around. But you said, You have to search Him out and find Him. That means that He's not always there. So Moshe Rabbeinu said that God's always there, but you said you got to search Him out, which implies He's not always there. And the third one, Moshe Rabbeinu said that Hashem said to Moshe, I will fill your days, which implies that a person, if he's a tzaddik, his days that he's allotted will be filled, but he never gets longer life. You don't get, you don't get more than what, what's allotted. But you said, that Hashem added to your life 15 years. I thought, does Hashem add to lives or not? Those are the three tainas. So Yeshaya said like this, I'm Yeshaya, Yeshaya said, Yeshaya said to himself, I know Menashe will not accept whatever I tell him. Because these are not tainas, he's just trying to kill me. And if I tell him that he's wrong, then he's going to do a amazing. I mean, right now he has this flawed thing that he actually thinks of what he's doing is right. He's not going to be macabre what I tell him anyway. I guess so. He's crazy. Menashe was crazy. So, not you. Menashe was crazy. That, that should be like the, the slogan of today's show. Um, <laughs> not you. Did his grandfather want to have Rachmanut on his grandson who wanted to kill him? He knew that, I guess, Yeshaya and Avinu, he was going to get killed anyway by Menashe. And he says, if I go back and forth with him, then Menashe just because he knows he's wrong, and then it's just going to be amazing. Let me just, let me just, uh, whatever, let it be. So, he, just, he, so f- he wanted to have Rachmanut on him by, yeah. by, by not letting him yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Wow. So he says, wow. Amar, she, so what did he do? So first he tried to escape him. Shame, Amar shame, he said one of the names of Hashem, Ibla Ba'arza, and he was hidden in a tree. He entered that metaphysical world of like angels where he sort of went into a tree, but he was sort of still physical but not physical. So I guess they found this out. So Menashe cut the tree down. And Kimata when he got to the part of the tree that had the mouth of, of Yeshaya in it, Yeshaya passed away. Now, why did he pass away when they hit the mouth? This is a taina on Yeshaya, Yeshaya once said about the Jewish people that I'm amongst people with evil lips. Because he was upset that they were doing Averis. And because he said that about the Jewish people, he was killed by, uh, by him. That, that's, the end, that's the sad end of Yeshaya Navi. That's the end. Now, the Gemara just says, we'll finish up the daf. Lamaisa, how do you answer Menashe's tainas? Meaning, he had those three contradictions. So, what you, what's the answer? So let's go to the first one. Go, what was the first one? Moshe Rabbeinu said, no one can see God and live. But Yeshaya said, I saw God. So what's, how are you living? So the answer is, Adadi, um, uh, 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 the answer is, we know the Medrash, Moshe Rabbeinu saw Hashem differently. He saw Hashem through clear glass. Everyone else saw Hashem through clouded glass. Meaning, when Moshe Rabbeinu said, no one can see God and live, he was telling the truth. Because he actually saw what Hashem was, and he knew that you cannot see Hashem and live. When the other Nevi'im said, we saw God, it's we saw God through this phased glass. Meaning, we saw what we thought was God. Moshe Rabbeinu, who had the clearest vision, was the one who was able to definitively say, no one can see God and live. So when Yeshaya said, I saw God, what he meant is, I saw what I thought was Hashem, but it's obviously not, meaning, it's Hashem through hazed glass. No one is able to see Hashem through clear glass, because Moshe Rabbeinu sees through clear glass, and he says not. So when he said, so when Moshe Rabbeinu said, no one can see God and live, that's true. 
from the clarity perspective of Moshe, no one will be able to see our Hashem 2020 vision. When Yeshaya said, I saw God and lived, what he meant was, I saw God through clay, through hazed glass. That's why I was able to live. You're right, if I had Moshe Rabbeinu's clarity, I would not be able to see Hashem. The second answer is a very famous Gemara. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu said, if you see child, speak out, look for God, you'll find them. But Yeshaya said, you have to search, maybe you'll find them, maybe you won't. Meaning, so is Hashem always ready to answer your tefillahs or not? So what's the answer? The answer is it depends. If you don't be tzibar, Hashem's always there. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu is talking about. When Yeshaya said, sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not, that's Yidam Bechidus. Now, the Gemara says, but there is one time a year where even B'yechidus, Hashem's always there. Even a Yachid can find Hashem with the same ease of a Tzibar throughout the year. And the last one is, Does Hashem add to years or just fill up? Meaning, you're allotted, let's say, 80 years when you're born. So the question is, you're a Tzadik your whole life. Do you just get the 80 years, or could you get more? Moshe Rabbeinu said, which is, Hashem says, I'll make you the years that you're allotted, you'll get, meaning only 80 years. But Yeshaya said, you get more. So the question is, do you get more, or just what's allotted? So what's the answer? It's Machlegas. Tanoihi. The Tanya, as Misbi Yemecha Amale, I'll fill up your years. Elushnei Doiris. These are the years of a generation, meaning that, that's allotted for you when you're born. Go to the next page. Rav says, you never get more. If you're allotted 80 years when you're born, so if you live your life worthy, you'll get 80. If not, you'll get less. You're never going to get more. That's Rav Akiva. The Chacham say, no, you can get less, but you can also get more. Uh, all right, we'll stop here, and we'll pick it up tomorrow. So I told you, it's a, it's a very easy and enjoyable daf today. Every daf is enjoyable, but today specifically.